This is Cherry. And this is Kat. And you're listening to Keeping It Creepy with Cherry and Kat. Yay. Hi, yay. I could have said hello at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know. I froze and panicked. It was like, what do I do? <laughs> the hello is implied. So hello, you all listening. Um, today, we are doing House from 1977. Is it 77? I Googled it because I was, I don't know what year I thought it was going to be. <laughs> But at some point, the very Beatles-ish music yeah. made me Google it. And so I it was 77, yes. <laughs> That's And you know what? Okay, so I have heard, and this is like, I don't know where I heard this. So mm-hmm. there is no, I have no citation for this whatsoever. Okay. But I heard somewhere that somebody said that Japan takes like American or like Western trends from like 20 years past mm-hmm. and then refines them. And so when I watched this, I was like, why is this so 60s? And it's like, oh, because it's practically the 80s. Yes. So, so the math kind of works out. But it felt like super 60s. It did feel super 60s. It even 60s. looked like the quality of it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So before we get too far into it, um, House is a, oh, spoiler-free synopsis. Yes. House is a Japanese film. Shortest version I can think of would be a um, a young a teenage girl uh, re- meets her soon to be stepmother is unhappy about having a stepmother and instead of spending the summer with her stepmother and getting to know her she decides to go and visit um, her mother's sister she invites her friends. So she and her friends all go to this aunt's house. I don't know. I guess like in the countryside or whatever. Um, and they get there, meet the aunt, and, um, you know, in true horror fashion, things go awry. Hey, so, <laughs> so there you go. They spend their summer, which I have a question about the word summer. Yes. Uh, so from here on out. Spoilers. Spoiler. It's, so many. It's on it's spoiler land. HBO Max, at least as of recording this episode. So yes. you can totally pause and go watch that and then come back. Um, it is a little bit obscure. It's a cult classic. Uh, it's my fault that we're doing this episode. Yeah, I'm going to say this is this payback is my fault. for watching 13 yeah. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't realize it was going to be until I got to the end of the movie. And I, because I suggested this about 10 minutes into the movie. I was like, yeah, hey, she, she Cherry. messaged me and was like, have you heard of this? And I was like, no. She's like, I'm watching it now. You and have it's to weird. watch it. weird. Let's do it. All right. And then I finished the movie and I was like, oh no, oh, what no. have I done? <laughs> it just got Oops. weird. I mean, it was kind of weird in the first, I yeah. see in the first 10 minutes I saw and then it just got was so much. So much. So much. Yes. This is all of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I, I, I did kind of take what you could consider notes. I always call them notes. I'm going to just tell the audience this. What I, what I call notes are a stream of consciousness thoughts where I literally type everything that I'm thinking as I'm thinking it. Um, and so sometimes later these things don't make sense or there are questions that get answered, whatever. Um, so I'm just going to, whatever order, summer. These girls show up at the aunt's house. They've taken a train. They've taken a bus. They talk about spending the summer. They all have like a shoulder bag. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but Japanese schools are year round. So their summer breaks only two weeks. Oh, okay. But I don't even know that that was two weeks worth of clothing. Yeah. That... I mean, I mean like a tote bag. I mean, like they had the kind of thing you might take if you were going to be at the beach all day. Yeah. With like a change of clothes and like a pair of shoes and that's it. I assumed it was like an anime where they only have like one change of clothes. Got it. They have one outfit. They have one outfit the for time. the entire time. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I forgot that their summer break is only a couple of weeks, but still, it was just, it was all tote bags. No one even had like a weekender, like not a real. Yeah. <laughs> even even the gorgeous, who's the rich girl. Yes, I did expect her to have more stuff. I did expect her to have more stuff. Also, so apparently they didn't have real names. 
No. So when I first watched it, they refer to each other as um, there's it's gorgeous kung fu prof like professor. Yeah. Fantasy Mac sweet melody. I think that's it. There's seven. I of think them. that's it. Yeah. Um. And the first time I watched it, or at least at the beginning, I wasn't really paying that much attention. I know a smidgen of. Uh, tourist slash fangirl Japanese. And so I wasn't paying that much attention to it. It is subtitled. Mm-hmm. But then as we kind of went on, this movie is kind of old. And I assume that th- whatever company did the subtitles must have been, it must have been a while ago because there are even some phrases that I recognize as being pretty simple phrases that are right. slightly mistranslated. Okay. And they're not mistranslated in a way that like, oh, it's just because American audiences, it seems like it was a mistake. Right. Um, but their names are literally gorgeous and fantasy is fanta. Yeah, and, they're actually saying it yeah. kind of almost in English. And so you're like, oh no, that's really what her character's name is. Yeah. Because yeah. even later at the end of the movie when the stepmom shows up, she calls her gorgeous. And I was like, that's her actual that's name that's her government name that's her government name I mean cause you know you could kind of play it off like oh well this is a group of friends they've probably been friends a long time they have nicknames for each other because like how Melody could play the piano and yeah. Professor wore glasses and was always reading like it was like oh these are their cute nicknames for each other and they just only call each other by their nicknames and I was like oh no her stepmom definitely just called her gorgeous yeah that's okay. <laughs> that's her defining character trait. <laughs> it's so interesting it definitely has weird anime vibes yes. in that the characters are like very flat on purpose. Right. Like Kung Fu literally always did Kung Fu. Yes. Like even earlier when it was just like, there was a bug in the house or something. Yes. And it was like, why is she Kung Fuing this bug? <laughs> this bug. I don't just know. But swat it. I like her whole look and her whole vibe was very Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> like she had a high pony and She's taller than the other girls. I think she wore green at one point. Yeah, she did wear green at some point. She was tall. That's true. She had on the super short shorts, or maybe it was a bikini bottom. I, I wasn't sure. I think it was sure. a bikini bottom. I think it was a bikini yeah, yeah, it was it kind of tied on the sides. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a bikini bottom. I was like, that's an interesting, because there's no pool, but okay. Yeah. Or a beach, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I do sort of have sporadic notes as far as like the plot. Okay, I took zero notes, um, but I did watch it twice, once last week and once this morning, so I'm ready to I, be guided. My Even my like step-by-step plot notes are not quite in order. I skipped a lot of things because I was a lot, it was just a lot of staring at the screen trying to think, <laughs> what is happening? Oh, I should write down this next plot point. So I know a little tiny bit of, I did a little bit of background sleuthing the first time I watched this. Mm-hmm. And this is what I know is that the director, this is his directorial debut, everything he did for movies. Okay. Everything he did before this was commercials and all the girls okay. are girls who starred in his commercials. So okay. he like gathered them all up and threw them all into a haunted house. I will say some of the choices he made in the movie do seem like the like weird Japanese commercial. I mean, because not all Japanese commercials are weird. Right. But like if you ever have gone to an anime con and you've gone to that like 2 a.m. what the fuck am I, did I just watch panel? Like it, it seems like a lot of those scenes would be I, I feel Perfect like it was a trend <laughs> to have kind of bizarro commercials yeah. in, in Japan because J.J. Um, Abrams, I was really big into the ARG when Cloverfield came out mm-hmm. and one of their sidelines was Slusho is like a Japanese company and they show one of the clues was a Slusho commercial and it's, okay. it's that parody of like super bizarre, <laughs> fun, has nothing to do with the product kind of thing. Right. <laughs> so it was a lot of... There are a lot of bizarro clips. Yeah, I still have a slusho shirt somewhere. <laughs> so from the top, this t- uh, it is gorgeous. I later realized because at the beginning I wasn't paying attention to names. So gorgeous comes home from school. Um, turns out her 
dad is back home. Yes. Um, he's been away working yes. for some amount of time. I don't know what they say, but um, he mentions that her mother slash his wife has been gone, I assume dead, for eight years. He's like, it's kind of time for both of us to move on. Meet this person. And she, he brings in this beautiful woman in white. First thing I thought was, why is she dressed like a ghost? Um, just the way her, it was a nice dress, but the way the wind was blowing yeah. was very like, it, she's, she's not dead, but like, it's really ghost-like. Um, and in true teenage girl fashion, she's like, I don't want to meet this woman. And she like goes to her room, is looking at clips, uh, pictures of her mom. A lot of those clips, let's just look at the cuts there when she was in her room were just like really weird. It was like, she was on the bed and she's looking at a picture cut. She's still looking at the same picture, another cut. It's still the same picture. Why is she in the same position? What's the point of the cut? And at <laughs> some <laughs> she point, she changes clothes. Yes. And you're like, did time pass? And it's like, cut, new outfit, still on her bed. She's holding, flash she's holding a new photograph, but what? <laughs> yes. The, so the editing is very jarring. There's sometimes where things get rewound or played forward. Yeah. Um, or things will skip. Uh, and it's definitely deliberate, but I'm not sure why most of the time. There's no. occasionally... He does it, and you're like, oh, I see why. But most of the time, you're like, okay. Okay, yeah, like, why are all these cuts here, these obvious cuts? Yes. Where she's just like, when you come back from the cut, she hasn't moved. Yeah. So what was the point? Why did we just... I'm confused. Um, <laughs> like, there's a cut between her bedroom and the next day of school, and it's just like, she's looking at these pictures, cut, she's at school, that's it. There's yeah. no segue we don't ease we don't even get the camera like panning into the shot or yeah. no it's just there the sense of time is very nebulous yes um and she's now she's at school and they're all talking about i assumed it was i don't know i said recess they weren't eating but then there were kids in the background that were clearly in pe class and i was like i don't know what time of day this would be because they're definitely too old to have recess I don't know what was happening. I don't know enough about Japanese schools to say. Yeah. Maybe they have a free period. Maybe. Because there, there was like a group of kids in the background who had on like t-shirts and shorts and they were clearly like exercising or stretching or something. Or it could have been right then... after school and those kids could have been in a club. Maybe. That's I, true. I don't, know I don't know how that works. Because it seems from the way that they're talking, because they're all talking before George, Gorgeous comes because they think that Gorgeous is going to be going to Italy or somewhere yes. with her. Or no, her father just got back from Italy. Right. To, but he's going to take her off to some villa because they're very wealthy and they're going to have father-daughter bonding time. Right. But the rest of the girls are going to a training camp. And they never say what club it is, but it's they probably don't. some kind of cultural club because they don't seem athletic. They don't at all, no. And then they, and like they're supposed to go with Mr. Togo, who when yes. he shows up has on like a lab coat. Yeah, so he doesn't seem to be a coach, coach either. right. N necessarily more like a sponsor. So they're all in the same club. So it might be after school and this is supposed maybe. to be their club, club time. Maybe. What the hell is a club? I don't write. What is the club? What is the club? <laughs> I liked how they were all, before Mr. Togo and Gorgeous show up, I mean, separately, they're all talking about Mr. Togo and how they're looking forward to this trip because he's going with, he's taking them with him. And then he shows up and he's like, not hot at all. <laughs> it seems to be that only Fanta fantasy is like really in love with yeah. him. So the rest seem to be more like kidding her about it. But I mean, you can, he's, he is fairly young, he, you yes. know, for a teacher and he seems to have a pretty casual relationship with them. So, and Fanta fantasy is fantasy because she daydreams a lot and yes. she kind of gets caught up in the fantasy of things. And so 
you know, she might have a different view of him. Maybe. Than, than anyone else. <laughs> but yeah, so he rolls up and says, hey, we were all going to have our training arc. I just call it that way because yeah, too, much, go, too much anime. anime. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're, they're supposed to go off and have some kind of like camp together right. at his sister's inn. But he says, hey, turns out my sister's pregnant and so she's closing the inn. She can't really take care of us. So we're just going to have to not do it. Right. And then out of absolutely fucking nowhere, mm-hmm. Gorgeous is like, let's all go to my aunt's house. And we're like, what aunt? Right, what aunt? Where did this aunt come from? And then, cut. There's no, again, no segue. Just cut to her in her bedroom. Voiceover, she's writing this letter to her aunt where she says, I am coming and invited, I invited my friends. Not a can we come, but it's, she's writing this letter like she's sitting, this aunt who she hasn't seen in years. I think, I guess the last time she would have seen her aunt would have been her mother's funeral. Yeah, I think she says that. Her mother's sister. So it's been about eight years since she's seen this aunt, and she's like, "Hey, I'm coming to your house. I'm bringing my friends." And that's see, that's another translation thing because I feel like the Japanese was more polite it, than what the subtitles imply. Because it should have been. I mean, like typical Japanese culture. Just honestly, just typical any culture. Yeah, you don't just randomly invite yourself to someone's house, right? And it, it seemed <laughs> to be much more of a like. I want to reconnect with you and this is a great time to do it. And I happen to have my friends because we're supposed to be on this training camp. So can we all come? And it, but it was more family focused, but the subtitles make it seem much more like spoiled rich girl. Right. Spoiled rich girl. I'm coming. My friends are coming. Deal with it. I, you know, be prepared. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because then her actions seem to say that she is waiting for permission because she's constantly checking the mailbox. Right. So so she wasn't just like, "Mm, now she knows I'm coming. (laughs) That's a good point. You know? So I feel like that was a translation translation. issue. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, So... They all decide to go to this aunt's house in the country. The aunt sends a reply that is super sus. Yes. Because there's no postmark on it. No. (laughs) She literally just checked the mailbox and it was empty. Yes. And now also it is accompanied by a sus white cat. A cat. Your aunt mailed you a cat. Yes. (laughs) And no one seems to think it's weird. Nope. That this cat... And this letter and all of these things are kind of connected. Not at all. <laughs> They're just uh, like, okay, They just cool. take it. Yeah, hey, neat, cat. I like cats. <laughs> here And here's a perfect example of some weird directorial choices. We see Mr. Togo come out of what I assume would be his apartment. He falls down some stairs, Monty Python style, and his butt lands in a bucket, and the bucket is stuck. And I was like, why? <laughs> There's just like weird slapstick occasionally. And it's so jarring. Because why? And it's not funny, but then it's kind of funny just because why? Why? It, it's so out of place. It was very like, oh, doink, 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 like Mr. Bean, Monty Python, yeah. like doink, 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 doink down the steps. Like, what is the point of this? And then he calls, I think he's calling the girls yeah. to let them know. That or he was like, he missed the train or something yeah. because somehow I'm falling down the stairs. Because he got stuck in the bucket. He got stuck in the bucket. And by bucket, I, we mean like a, like a tin pail, like think like a, like a work bucket. Like not, it was literally just his butt cheeks in the bucket. He could have. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he's going to miss it and don't worry, I'll catch up with you later. And he takes his leisurely time yeah. trying to meander Quite out leisurely. there. So something that I thought was kind of interesting, and I don't know that this was an intentional thing. But every male, every man in this, in this, in this movie, every yeah. man in this movie fails the girls. 
Yes. So the father fails his daughter because, first of all, he springs this. He doesn't right. just spring this girlfriend. Like, hey, this is a girl that I, I, or this woman I've been seeing and I care about her and I would like the two of you to get to know each other. He says, this is your mom. I'm marrying her. Right. And like, who? What? Like, I, didn't, I didn't even know. Right. Daughter, Gorgeous didn't even know he had a girlfriend. Right. And now so, you're getting married. Fucking rude. So then she's upset and she's like, I'm not going anywhere with you. I'm going to go on this trip with my friends. And he just like lets it happen. Yep. I'm going to go see this relative that you have not spoken to for eight years. Right. And he's just, okay. okay. And so he's a kind of a failure. And then we have this teacher who's supposed to be supervising them. And you kind of get the feeling that, yeah, it was a little unfortunate, but also he's not trying very hard. He's not at he's all. He's chilling. He had ramen. Like he, <laughs> he's, he's taking a sweet time because in his mind, they're with a relative right. who is taking care of them. Him being there to supervise their club activities is a formality. Right. So he doesn't need to be there. But if he was there, then maybe he would have been able to do something. And then we have the creepy-ass watermelon seller. Yes. Who clearly knows these girls about to get ate. Yes, because he says, and I typed it, um, He's uh, once the girls leave, he says kind of to himself, but for our benefit... The lady, we haven't had visitors in a long time. The lady will be pleased. Right. And so like, mm, okay. he also is completely negligent towards these girls right. and lets them get taken advantage of. He knows case, exactly murdered. what's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if they're making a statement about like exploitation of young girls and, and patriarchal society in Japan, but, um, you know, it could be there if you want it to be. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you could, if you want to. Yeah. yeah. If you, you wanted to you go there. You could say that. It, it's there for you. <laughs> There's some support for that. Um, I did not like, and I know it's the seventies and it's Japan or whatever. I, I was tired of them calling calling Mac fat. Yes. She, she's so little. She's not fat. She's, she's so She's little. just a little, she's got a little baby fat. She's got a little, <laughs> she's got a round face. A round face. But there's, a there's a shot where she goes to get, and you know, I think that they, as the, the director knew that she wasn't fat yeah. because most of the shots, the clothes she's wearing are kind of big, at least big around the waist. Right. And the shots are close up on her, Cute little chubby yeah, cheeks. Yeah, she's got a little chubby little cheeks. Baby. And she might have like a little tiny tummy. But but <laughs> when they zoom out and it's a full shot of the girls kind of chilling after dinner and Mac goes to get the watermelon. Right. You see her full body mm. and she is thin. She's not fat. She's, right. You can see she's got her shirt rides up a little bit because she's oh, stretching right. and she's completely like slim. <laughs> and I was like, damn. But I feel like because that's the only shot you really see her body in that oh, yeah. they, they kind of knew it. that she wasn't. Like, she, she didn't was, have a cute little adorable ring. Like, she did have chubby cheeks. Right. But like that's not. She was, she was the most believable to be the fat one out right. of all of them, but not by much. <laughs> not by much. No. And I was like, stop calling this thin girl fat, first of all. I don't know why she was on the train double fisting hamburgers. Because Mac is short for stomach. <laughs> Because <laughs> I looked it up. I was like, why Thank is you. it Mac? Is it Big Mac? What is right. I was like, is it Big Mac? Is it like, no, nah, it's for stomach. stomach. Okay. Because she's an eater. But you can be a skinny girl and be a, a big eater. A big eater. Yeah. My cousin is very, has always been very slim. She's tall. She's literally a model. And she eats the most of all of us. We don't know where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but you can be a, 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 you can. You can be thin, a thin girl and still eat. Everyone out of house and home, like yeah, it's true. Whatever, she yes. had to be fat. Though. It was rude. <laughs> I'm okay with them laughing about how much she eats, but yes. like, don't call the girl fat. Yeah, whatever. So they get there. Oh, this is why I'm like, how long are they staying? They don't have any luggage. <laughs> <laughs> um, we meet her, her creepy old aunt, which 
I noticed that the longer they were there, like her aunt comes out and she doesn't look super old, like, but she is like older. And she's kind of frail. And she's in a wheelchair. She seems frail. But like as the movie went on, she started to clearly look younger. Yes. Which I'm, I'm sure was on purpose. I also feel like that hair was a wig. Oh, it was definitely a wig. It was definitely a lace front. Yeah. Um, sometimes they should not have zoomed in on the hairline. Yes. And I was like, mm, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a lace front. You need to do a I mean, it's the 70s though. Yeah. So we're going to excuse it. <laughs> um, so they get to the aunt's house they meet the aunt it's strange because they're like knocking and ringing the doorbell and there's no one there and then suddenly she's right there yes. and it's like looking at the terrain of the house there's no way you could have come up in this wheelchair as quickly as you did but we're gonna let it go and then there's the creepy cat that they brought of course they bring the cat with them since the cat <laughs> came from the aunt you gotta bring the cat back but the cat is like, they even make that comment once they get there that like, oh, because the cat's on the train before they yes. are, that only a magic cat can close a door. Yeah. So they, they have this kind of cute saying that's like any cat can open a door because they're smart. Yes. But only, they, they translate it as witch cat, but it's witch a- Witch cat, that's right. It's a bakaneko, which is like the demon cat mm. um, with multiple tails. Yeah. Like um, the, mm, one of the, one of the Eevee- evolutions the psychic one is based off of it but basically they're mischievous spirits but they will definitely kill people (laughs) if they feel like it uh and it's you know implied that this cat is this cat demon the whole time time, and these girls are just like whoosh and you'd be like oh how do they know but it's it's kind of a japan thing so i I don't know they 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 kind of repeatedly say oh only a witch cat can close a door and i was like yeah that's your that's your foreshadowing yes (laughs) That's yes. your clue, guys. Uh, okay. Also, if I was that dude sitting on a train and I just look over and there's just a cat. Yep. And a whole seat. Yep. <laughs> By itself. By itself, riding this train. <laughs> they try to, Mac trying to feed that cat hamburgers. Thank you. Why? <laughs> and she's already double fisting the hamburgers. Also, don't double fist hamburgers. Just eat them back to back. Yes. Eat one and then eat the right, other. They're going to get cold. They're going to get cold. She literally had one in each hand. They were both half eaten. Why are you double fisting hamburgers? Just eat one burger. Right. Then eat the other burger. Agreed. I don't... So logistics. (laughs) So they get to the aunt's house. The aunt greets them at the door. The cat goes back to the aunt because, of course, it's her cat. Um, The house... They see the house from the bottom of the hill when they're with the watermelon man. And it looks like from the outside, like it's going to be this grand large pretty mansion and then you get there and you're like no this shit's falling apart yes um there was clearly like mold on the walls there were like spider webs and dust everywhere like this aunt is not taking care of this house um that's when the chandelier tries to attack them and kung fu kung fu's yes she kung fu's the (laughs) shit out of that chandelier oh i forgot there's one more male character you forgot that i forgot to mention and that is the aunt's fiance Yes. So, and really, this whole thing is his fucking fault. It so is, yeah. he, they do a little flashback on the train where Gorgeous explains her aunt's tragic backstory. And that is that the aunt was engaged to be married, um, deeply in love, but then in World War II, he had to go off to fight, and he made her promise. He basically was like, I'm coming back, wait for me forever. Yeah. And she's like, okay. okay. And then he, kamikazes is, is the implication. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the way the plane goes down on right. purpose. It's, yeah. And... There's a lot of like weird stuff with the way they talk about World War II, mm-hmm. which I've read is kind of deliberate as to show the disconnect between like the younger generation not understanding how awful it was. Right. Where when they show a nuclear explosion, one of the girls goes, Oh, it's like cotton candy. Mm, and yeah. I was like, Oh. <laughs> But they 
basically the the guy dies and because it was you know deliberate there's no body um they, they never get a notice of death right and so this woman has just been waiting forever never able to move on never able to have a life and she's they show Gorgeous's mom getting married, which is played by Gorgeous. Right. And she looks so, like, angry and jealous mm -hmm. that you kind of get that, like, oh, this is where it comes from. Right, right. And so she's, because that's her sister, your sister gets to get married, but then you don't get to get married. Yes. Because you're waiting. Right. So if he had just been like, look, it's war. Maybe if I come back, I'm, I'm right. back. But if I don't come back, you got to live your life and be happy. Because eventually you have to assume, once the war is clearly over, <laughs> yeah. If he isn't back, he's clearly not coming back. Right. Right. You can't can't make this poor woman wait her whole life. <laughs> That's how you get cat demons. That's how you get cat demons. Exactly. <laughs> so um, they're like touring the house and it's all run down. Um, I don't know the piano. Melody somehow finds the piano room. She just wanders this woman's house all on her own. Whatever. Starts playing the piano. That was kind of cool. The aunt says she isn't really able to cook. She's been very lonely. The girls offer to cook and help take care of the house. And I was like, but who's been cooking for her before? At no point are these girls like, huh, I wonder who was taking care of her before. Because at this point, the aunt is still in the wheelchair. And it's like, that's fine. She clearly needs some help. But she lives alone. Yeah, in this wheelchair. In this wheelchair and, on this mountain. And they, she definitely, the aunt is definitely dropping hints. Yes. Where she's like, oh, I can't cook for myself. I can't prepare my own food. Uh, nobody comes to visit me. Not for years. Right. So then how have you been how alive? How do you eat? Right. Who feeds you? Right. Who cleans? I mean, the house wasn't like a great shape, but it wasn't filthy. But it was, it was livable. Just, it was livable, right. It just, it felt like a house no one had lived in for a while. Right. Even though you could live there. Right. So it was just, just enough to be suspicious. Right. Like you might need some paint on the walls. Maybe you need to fix a couple of stairs, but like you can, it's not condemned. Right. Um, and then she talks about, she says she's lonely. Oh, and then the refrigerator doesn't work. So again... How are you surviving? You're on what is literally, it looks like to me, it looks to be a mountain. Yes. At the top, in a wheelchair. No one visits you. You can't cook. Your fridge doesn't work. Yes. But you are surviving? Right. Yeah. Because you're, you know, a cat demon. A cat now. De I, it's hard to know if she's the cat demon. I don't know. I wasn't or sure. Or if she's just like BFFs with the cat demon. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It's unclear. There's definitely <laughs> some demons going on. There are. Because there are some scenes that imply that the cat demon turns into a human or at least can pretend to be certain people. Yeah. Or that it's separate from her. Right. In some significant way. Some way. Yeah. So I'm not sure. So, something. But clearly cat demons involved. Yes. In her well-being. And it's bad. And it's <laughs> for everyone. Um, and again, my notes are all over the place. That's fine. So she, they, the girls, so the girls cook a meal, um, as they said they would somehow with the food that they did not bring because they didn't. But see, um, Mac does, Mac buys, Mac a buys the watermelon. So yeah. she might, I'm assuming that maybe two of them ran down and bought oh, more and food. Oh, and just bought more groceries. I, okay. I was willing to suspend my disbelief since it seemed like creepy watermelon seller had no qualms about selling these dead girls food. True. Knowing so, that they were going to die. Yeah. That's true. So maybe they did run down, bring back some food. Um, so the girls cook a meal and they're all eating. The aunt is allegedly asleep. Right. Cause she's not eating with them, which is right. another hint that it's been so long since she's had anybody to cook for her. <laughs> she hasn't had anybody visit. She hasn't had food. She doesn't eat she people doesn't food. eat people food. No, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so she excuses herself, uh, pretending to be ill. And as they're all cleaning up, Mac goes to get the big watermelon that she bought for their dessert. Yes. And previously before this scene, 
the aunt had told them to lower the watermelon into the well out back because the water would help keep the watermelon cold. But also, it's a watermelon. It doesn't need to be cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can eat a watermelon at room temperature. But whatever. Uh, so she, they had put the watermelon in the water. Max says, I'm going to go and get this watermelon, which was very huge and round and looked like a beach ball. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Mac goes to get the watermelon and some time passes. Not a whole lot of time, but like long enough that the girls are like, shouldn't she be back with this watermelon by now? So one of them, I'm going to be racist. fantasy. Thanks. I was going to say, I'm going to admit that I was a little racist and there were points when I couldn't tell them apart. Um. They're all pretty young girls. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I, I can, you know, photogenic because they're all commercial models. Right. So I can, I can see Like that. Mac's face was very unique because yes. of the chubby cheeks. Yes. The other girls kind of looked alike. Eventually I learned their clothing. Yes. And I was like, now I can There were points where, because Gorgeous and Fantasy both have the long straight black hair, yeah. not styled, and they don't have glasses or any other right. kind of distinguishing marks, that before Gorgeous gets makeup, mm-hmm. she, it's very hard to keep them yeah. apart. Yeah, because P- Professor has glasses. Yes. Melody's hair was different. Yeah. So they were they were distinguishing characteristics, but I was like, I don't know who just went outside. <laughs> one of them, which one? You said Fantasy? It's Fantasy. Goes outside to look for Mac as she should, because she's like, but the well is just in the backyard. Like, this is not a long walk. She goes out. She's pulling the watermelon up, looking at the sunset. All oh, this place is so beautiful. She turns around. It's a head. Yes. <laughs> Which then turns into like a weird, I don't know. I don't know what was happening. The, the head bites her on the butt and then like is dancing and floating in the air. I feel like, I feel like, I did not research this in pre- in preparation, uh, but I feel like that's one of those, like a floating d- decapitated head mm-hmm. is one of those like traditional ghosts, okay. like traditional Asian type ghosts. And so I think they were trying to go for a very specific kind of ghost thing. That makes thing. sense. Because um, when it happened, I was like, I feel like I've seen this in another old haunted probably Japanese movie yes uh but otherwise it's totally out of fucking nowhere it's totally out of nowhere and it's of course it's Mac's head yes that's the point is that Mac went to get the watermelon somehow was decapitated and now her head is where the watermelon should be and possessed but all and possessed but only fantasy sees this she runs back in she's screaming for the girls the head the head whatever the girl's like what's wrong with you calm down no one else is worried about where Mac is they go out to try to see what she saw, and it's just the watermelon again. Yeah. Um, the aunt, like the aunt gaslighting fantasy, this whole movie <laughs> was probably my favorite <laughs> fucking part of the movie because it's established that fantasy is a little bit of a dreamer and she's prone to exaggeration. Right. And so her friends kind of take everything she says. They don't get mad at her. No. But they take everything she says with a grain of salt because they're just like, oh, she's just like that. She just, she. She genuinely believes these things. Right. But they're not always true. Mm -hmm. And so she is the only one who's privy to bad things from the jump. Right. Like her camera gets smashed. Yes. uh, Like supernaturally. Right. Which is, she seems to think is weird. And we clearly see the cat. We as the viewer know it was the cat. Yes. That was like no pictures. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And... Then she's the one who finds Mac's head and she's the one who sees the eyeball. Like she yes. sees all this weird shit and it seems like the aunt is letting her see mm-hmm. on purpose just to fuck with Yeah, her. especially with the eyeball. They're all eating the watermelon and we, the camera fantasy's looking at the aunt and the aunt puts a chunk of watermelon in and instead of being watermelon in her mouth, it's an eyeball that's moving around. And fantasy's like, don't you see this? But no, 
No one sees it. Right. So then (laughs) does that mean they were eating Mac's head? Right. And it was under an illusion? Yeah. I don't know, but that's terrifying. Right? Is that not like the most (laughs) horrifying version of this? Is that they're all secretly eating their friend and thinking it's watermelon. Which is possible because after, I don't remember if it's before or after that scene, um, when they are in the kitchen washing the dishes, and I think it's after that scene. They're in the kitchen. They're cleaning up. They're washing the dishes. One of the girls is washing the dishes. The other one is like pumping, which clearly the water is coming from the well. Um, one of them gets a glass to drink because she's like, oh, I'm thirsty. She gets a glass, fills it with the water, but she's not looking. And the water turns to blood. Yeah, I mean, it's like Kool-Aid, clearly. But right. Like, yeah. The but water, it's got blood in it. It's blood. Right. And it's like, if that water is coming from the well and Mac was in the well, then wouldn't that be Mac's blood that they're drinking? Right. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also made a note that the aunt regularly breaks the fourth wall and like kind of like winks at the camera or is like, did you see that? Like she wants, she's acknowledging that there is someone, a viewer. Yes. And like, did you see what I just did there? Did you see that? I thought that was kind of cool. It was kind of cool because it's a very early horror movie to do that. Yeah. 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 She's definitely acknowledging that like this is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you're watching me. Terrorize these poor girls. Um, and then, I don't know, things happen because I have blanks in this, in this um, timeline. Let's see. So at this point, it's Mac is dead. Yes. Um, Kung Fu goes to cut firewood. Yeah. Which, and she gets attacked by the firewood. Yes. Which I was like, it was interesting. The first thing I noticed was that she was barefoot outside. And yeah. I was like, where did she have on like slippers or flip flops I mean, or I something? hate shoes though, so I wouldn't find that weird <laughs> personally. But yeah, so she's outdoors. And at this point, she now has on the green tank and the bikini bottom. Yeah. Because I don't remember, I don't know when she changed clothes. Yeah. But at some point now, but now we're at the point where she's wearing what she wears the rest of the movie, which is this dark green, sort of army green tank and black and white checkered bikini bottoms. Yeah. Just for no reason. Eh. Because there's no pool. They weren't swimming. No. Um, whatever. She's got cute legs. So <laughs> she, right, she's chopping wood, which I was like, that makes sense because you're kung fu. And then the wood attacks her, and then she kung foods the wood. Yeah, she wins. And then she's like, nah, that was weird. Oh, well. And just moves on with her life. Yep. Huh, maybe it was a dream. But honey, you you think you fell asleep standing up outside? Okay. <laughs> so, whatever. Okay. Yeah. No, no nothing going on up there. Not, <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Uh the next weird thing we get is the aunt flying, drinking blood, dancing with the skeleton. It was yes. that weird like back and forth scene where the aunt is like, she's on one of the like, I don't know what they call it, but like the beam and the ceiling that's keeping the roof up. And she's like dancing on the beam and she's like floating in the air. And so is the cat. And I was like, why? But also, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess she's just that pumped about getting some energy back. Cause they all comment on, wow, you're moving around so well. Wow. You hardly even need your wheelchair. And she's right. like, mm, weird, huh? Yeah. I'm walking now. Yeah. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Has nothing to do with your missing friend that I ate. <laughs> did my wrinkles go away? Yeah. You didn't notice that either. Did Wild. You? Uh, but yeah, she just, there's just this weird musical interlude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with her dancing around the house yep. with various objects. The only thing that I saw that was significant is that that is when she sets up the piano trap. Yes. Uh, for Melody later. She, you can see her setting the piano up and putting music out and just clearly making this attra- an attractive trap for her. Right. 
And then at, the, at this point is when I lose the order of when things happen. Uh, it's because it's they kind of happen at the same time. So right. three girls get attacked at the same time. And that is Sweets, who is the, the sweet girl. She's yeah. the one who offered to cook. She's the one who's doing most of the cleaning. Right. She's she, like, I like to clean. Yeah, yeah. She goes off to get the beds ready to pull the futons down. Right. And then at the same time, um, Gorgeous is taking her bath. Yes. Um, she has kind of some hints that things are bad. Like all that long weird hair in yeah, the bath. Yeah, touched her. Um, and, yeah, but she goes upstairs to change. And I think she's in her aunt's room and she's like playing with her makeup. I think that's what I assumed it was her aunt's right. room as well. Yeah, and then at the same time um, is Melody. Melody, right? Uh, Plant goes to play the piano, and they all three get attacked with different results. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sweet gets she sees a doll, and. She that's when the the right. witch the the bucking echo the the witch cat shuts the door yeah and that's like oh shit yeah now it's only 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 a witch cat can close witch the door, cat can close the door. <laughs> damn so then the futons attack her yeah so she starts screaming well at the same time Melody I think the piano like closes Close on, on her, her hands but it doesn't yeah. like hurt her it's just like it fell on her and right she can't get it off yeah kind so of like I mean I don't know if I've had that happen I was a child who played the piano so I've, I've done that to myself by accident and it hurts does it hurt but it but it it's not like, it like but it's not like oh I'm gonna lose my hands yeah pain. it's just kind of like oh that sucks like can yeah we move on yeah so <laughs> she's yeah so she's screaming so we've got the dual screams and then gorgeous putting on the makeup in front of the mirror, she, like, her reflection basically possesses her. Right. It turns, like, she looks like her aunt for a bit, and then it looks like she's her aunt's face, but with, like, vampire fangs, and then she's, like, it's a whole, her face cracks, there's a fire, it's weird. It is weird. The fire behind the cracking, I thought, was a cool effect for the time. Yeah, it was. It looked kind of neat. It did. Uh, But she ends up being, you you get the idea that the the aunt is, like, inside her. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think you really see the aunt too much, except in, like, monster form after that. No, you don't. Right. Right. Because she's inside She's in gorgeous, yeah. Um, She kind of controls Melody, because they go to rescue Melody first. Right. And Melody... Gets fit, fit. I mean, it's just the piano thing was on her. Right. But she acts fucking weird. Yes. She acts very weird. And I thought that was on purpose because when the friends go to check on, they go to check on her first because like they hear both screaming, but she starts screaming the loudest. And in the end, they're just like, oh, it's just a little cut. You just need a bandaid. And I'm like, oh, but that was to distract so that she could handle sweets first. Right. Yeah. I think... That so I think all the girls that she's eaten have turned into the household appliances a la Beauty and the Beast. Okay. That is my theory. Because when they're talking about cooking, she keeps calling the stove like Miss Stove. Mm. And like it's a person. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. And she's like, yeah, it's because <laughs> I'm so lonely. I just talk to all my appliances like they're real. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> uh, but then the whole reason that she's that sweets gets attacked is because she sees this weird doll. It distracts her long enough for the for the um, cat to shut the door on her and, and start chucking fut- futons at her. Right. And then when they f- go to finally check on her, um, they pull all the futons off. They find her clothes. Right. And then they find a naked a naked doll. doll. And right. you're like, oh, is, is she the is doll she the doll? Now? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. So I was like, I think all of the things, like I think the piano, I think all of these things are pre. Previously mm. murdered girls. That's sad. Yeah, right? And then they just get used to murder more girls. Right. Ugh. Uh, who is the unlucky girl? Who were the unlucky girls to become firewood? Firewood. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's not That's not a glamorous no. afterlife. No. I'd rather be the chandelier. For least, real. At least you're pretty. Yeah, you're pretty. Yeah. Drop stuff on things. Mm. Drop, drop things you on people. Drop stuff on people. Yeah. <laughs> 
effective. I like it. This is where I put, this movie is the most. <laughs> yeah, I think that's because Melody sniffs the girl's panties. <laughs> yeah. And it was so She's like, oh, look, weird. here's her, I don't forget, oh, here's her apron, here's her bra, oh, here are her panties. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I guess, I mean, she's possessed, so she's being weird, but also you're possessed by another woman, so that's extra mm, that's weird. That's extra weird. I don't know. I don't know, whatever, okay. <laughs> Um, I think that this is about when everyone realizes that fantasy is not crazy. Yes. And then gorgeous says she's going to call Mr. Togo. She picks up the phone. We hear that she can hear. There's just like screaming yes. on the other end, but the friends can't hear it. And she just, hang and she's clearly being very weird because now she's kind of possessed and she just hangs up the phone and they're like, Oh, what, 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 what happened? She's like, Oh, the phone's broken. And it was like, no, someone was screaming. <laughs> oh, but that makes sense. If your theory is that if it's another dead girl, if it's that another, phone dead is girl, another dead girl, then she's probably like, Oh, help me get help out of me. this phone. Mm, yes. Good point. Mm, that's what I think. I think I believe that. Um, so yes. Yeah, so gorgeous possessed. Gorgeous is like, I will go get help. Y'all stay here. Yeah. And I will give the girls this. They do kind of try to leave anyway. They do. They just hesitate too long. Right. And so by the time they hesitate, the whole house is turned on them. Right. The whole house is turned on them. And so now all we have left is fantasy, Kung Fu. Melody and professor. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Melody and Professor. Yes, we've got right. the four of them. We got four. Because right. then they end up they split off. Yes. Um, and Fantasy stays with Melody in the piano room. Right. And Professor and um Kung Fu. Kung Fu go off to kind of explore a little bit. Right. And look for something helpful. And so they find like the ghost of Mac, I think. I think so, yeah. Or Sweets. I think that was Sweet's ghost. I think it was Sweet's ghost. Yes. Yes. Um because she's she's stuck in a clock and there's a bunch of green stuff goo on the screen. Yeah. So don't blame us. I don't like know. it's it's hard to tell. I don't think she has any clothes on. Like, I don't it's just, right. I don't know. It, it's a it's a, a stylistic scene. Yeah, they cry a lot. Uh, <laughs> but then they realize, oh shit, fantasy is a hundred percent right. Everybody's right. dead. This is awful. Um, we got to get back. And in the meantime, <laughs> that piano scene. <laughs> yeah. What. Right. So is it, that was Melody. That's Melody. At the piano. So she starts playing again. For whatever reason. She's possessed. She likes the piano. Sure. That's true. Even though, you know, oh, go, some, the house is murdering folks. We should go. I'm going to play this song first. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, Fantasy's like, I'll stay with her. Wait, she's weird. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> poor Fantasy. Had the hardest time in this movie. And um, then this is when the piano eats her fingers. Yes. Yeah, and it's so stylized and so <laughs> over the top. Over the top. She just like looks at her hand. Yeah, but it's not until she looks at the second one yeah. that she's like, she looks at her hand. And she's like, oh, that's. It's like I mean, I shouldn't say this, but it's like, oh, that's where my fingers are gone. And then she looks at the other one and she's like, oh, and that that's when she screams. Yeah, like, the missing the first five fingers. No big deal. That's not. That's fine. It's that's not a big fine. deal. This is my. This is not my dominant hand. It's okay. what else? It's fine. <laughs> what else? No. I have another one. <laughs> and then that's when it sinks in. She starts to freak out, and the piano. Eats her. eats her. Somehow she goes into the keys and comes out through the, I don't know what, how, what, what is that called? I don't That's remember. The, I'm a terrible pianist. The part of knowing. the piano that opens up. I just call it the back. The back. <laughs> I'm sure there's a and name. I did like the shot where her legs are out and yeah. her head is like in. in. Like it looked. But oh, also how ew. she's sitting on the bench. Yes. And the keys somehow without, without, there, no mouth opens. She just is in. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Mangler. 
Yeah. There's only like a tiny gap. And you're like, I mean, I guess technically, but how? How how did you? Okay. I guess I'm just going to suspend belief. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) So now we're just left with fantasy kung fu and... Professor. Professor, because I keep forgetting that poor girl. Uh, So Professor has found like a diary. Yes. That is basically giving us the missing pieces (laughs) of the... And then I waited for my boyfriend forever. And when he didn't show up, I just started eating people. Yes. And so Um, there she's like, oh, so this is how this works. And they're like, oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, They're running around trying to figure out how to get out or what they can do to protect themselves. And for a little while, Kung Fu is able to like kung fu away the ghosts yes <laughs> um and then gorgeous comes to them and i guess this is like gorgeous's ghost i think since she's so. been like evicted from her body or yeah something. yeah yeah and she tells them what's going on but she's also becoming hostile right so she's like let me hurry up and tell you what happened to me that i'm possessed and that things are bad and that you need to take you care of yourself right. but also i'm gonna chuck shit at you but, but yeah but i'm sorry i can't control this yes uh <laughs> And at some point, this is when they realize that the cat is bad. Yes. And they, this is when they, they kind of refer back to a previous conversation they had when they were eating and there was that painting of the cat. And they were like, oh, wow, that painting looks like exactly like the cat. It's so lifelike. <laughs> Maybe the cat came out of the painting. Not that the cat literally came out of the painting, but it's like, yeah, that there's your link. Yeah, there's... It's Dorian Gray with the cat. Yes, exactly. And so, first of all, I have to say, this part when Kung Fu was trying to Kung Fu the ghosts and the like lamp is on her head and it's electrocuting her and her friends are going, go Kung Fu, you can do it. And I was like, she's being electrocuted. <laughs> She's dying. She's dying. She has like a dying hallucination of all the other dead girls. And you it's all are just, you can do awful. it. Keep trying, Kung Fu. <laughs> it's like, someone help her. They do, they do not help they her. They do not help her. Thankfully, she gets the lampshade off her head. <laughs> and she does. Well, she dies. Oh, she dies. That's true. So the lampshade <laughs> eats her yes but with her like dying nervous system right whatever she's able to she kicks through the painting kick, yeah and breaks it i did think that was really cool where they had like the two paintings the regular cat and the demon cat right and they were kind of like superimposed mm-hmm. that looked really that cool. Was cool yeah and then it starts spewing blood <laughs> yes. everywhere and then the aunt or is it gorgeous also starts to just like so i thought that, that was the aunt in gorgeous's body that makes sense um which is why she's got like layers of clothes right so i think it's that it did weaken her a lot that she lost her like familiar right but not enough for the two girls left to save themselves no 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 not so at all. just enough that given you know given someone with experience or a little bit more savvy if kung fu was still there if right. somebody who had a little you know who was just able to do more was still around then maybe they, they might have made it but yeah. they, you already had the weakest links right so that's all that's left what you gonna do somewhere in this section we see mr togo pull up to the watermelon guy's house downstairs yes they have an odd conversation about watermelon and bananas yes yes and, and then, also he just casually drops that them girls are eight them girls are it they're gone nothing to be done house, it ate them sucks for you they're gone sorry yeah. too late sorry did you want them should have been can't. here sooner yeah yeah hmm. mm. <laughs> Which you also get the you also get the implication that if Mr. Togo had been with the girls, he might have told him and been like, "Oh, hey, man." Yeah, man. Whose opinion I I am interested Since in. You're an adult, yes, man. I will tell you, man. Man, that these girls about to die. Yeah, this house eats girls. Yeah, unmarried. 
So, mm, we're going to get to that. Girls. We're going to get to that. So, uh, yes, the only two left are Professor and Fantasy. Fantasy, not and sweet, yeah. Professor falls into the acid blood. Yes. And it melts her clothes <laughs> and then it melts her body. And that was kind of a neat effect because it's clear that they had to like melt the film. Right. To make it <laughs> to work. Make it work. But it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Um, there was like nudity, but it felt like not awful. No, it was like artsy kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was yeah. more artsy and less exploitative than I expected for nudity with a bunch of Japanese teenagers. Yeah, like when um, Gorgeous is in the bath and she's yeah. clearly fully naked. And it's like, but that doesn't seem awkward or weird or They don't do any of those no. weird pans No, or she's just in the bath and she's standing to talk to her friend like, oh, I need some more water. And then, you know, there's nothing. It's like not egregious or yeah. they don't really draw attention to it. it yeah. Somehow it makes sense. Even when we see Gorgeous with her ghost mom. Yes. And her mom's one boob is out. Yes. And I was like, it's weird her boob is out, but also, yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't seem... Weird or inappropriate or yeah, awkward. They like, just yeah. did they did a good job of including nudity in a way that didn't feel exploitative. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um there was a note in the in the trivia that some the girls they're young. I mean right. they're commercial actresses. <laughs> and so they were a little reluctant to do the nudity and so he did like a lot to make them comfortable. That's good. So it, it seemed like a good set to be working on. That's good. Uh for for girl for the young girls. But so, yes, we have Professor dies. She gets dissolved. <laughs> and then we just have poor freaking out fantasy. Yeah. Losing her shit. She's kind <laughs> of the like, final girl. What a damn day. Right? Because, I mean, she did. She had the first heads up. She's not the, the hottest one. No. But she's still conventionally pretty. Yep. And, you know, you, you almost get, like, there's a sense of, is Mr. Togo going to come in and save the day for her? <laughs> and then it's like, no, that's a fantasy tale. And yep. she dies. And she dies. Um, but not, but she sees through, she, she's the one who sees gorgeous and she kind of is like, mm -hmm. Oh, gorgeous. I knew they were wrong about, Oh no, you are totally fucking possessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just nothing she can do about it. Nope. Cause she's what she got. She got nothing. Nope. So okay. she dies yep. and it's just gorgeous. body, gorgeous husk with, uh, Aunt, which auntie inside? Yeah, because I don't know if we know. We don't, aunt doesn't have a name. She's just aunt. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they ever call her nope. by name. So, yeah, at this point, the stepmom shows up. Yeah, it's like the morning time now. It's the next day, and stepmom shows up. Why? I don't know. Where's the dad? Is stepmom not with the dad? <laughs> stepmom did have a conversation with him early on where she's like, let me go to the house and talk to her woman to woman. But I still would have driven her. Thank you. And then just like waited in the car or got right. in a hotel Because or it might something. not go well. Right. My daughter doesn't want to talk to this right. woman. Right. Or if it does go well, then we can all hang out. Right. Right. But whatever. But nah. No. So she pulls up all on her lonesome, goes inside. Her and Gorgeous have this really cordial conversation. Yeah. Because Gorgeous is dead. Yes. It's her. It's <laughs> the aunt in, the, in, the, in her body. And... The, she says when when uh, the stepmom asks where are your friends she's like oh they're sleeping but they'll be awake soon and they'll be hungry they'll be hungry yeah so that's another thing of like are so are all the appliances eating the girls because they were the girls and now they're like hungry, hungry? right are they all not literally vampires but like for lack of a better term yeah but like or, or kind like, of vampires kind of vampire zombie ish like it's they eat people now like evil beauty and the beast that's what it is yeah, all know. the like mrs mrs potts just yep. eating just eating eat, girls she eats the girls <laughs> right uh and then she sets her on fire yes and i was like i think it's because she can't be turned into an appliance because 
when they say unmarried girls, it's like shoujo, like maidens, like shrine oh, okay. maidens. So like and this... so even the fact that she's not married. But she's an adult. But she's an adult. Mm. She's probably slept with the father. Yes, So probably. she is not she's, usable. She's not pure. Yes. Okay. So she doesn't get to become uh, an appliance. <laughs> she, just she just burst into flames ash. from the scarf up. I noticed scarf from up. the neck up. That's right. <laughs> right where it counts. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you noticed before the movie starts, before the opening credits, it mentions that this is part of the Criterion collection. Now, <laughs> your face. I wish you all could see her face. <laughs> your face was my face. What? I re- no, I did not. I rewound. Wow. And I, I was like, did that say Criterion Collection? I rewound. Now, I am I am a m- movie person, but my husband is also Cat Nose audience. He is a movie person. He, like, one, the only thing he did, he insisted on doing when we moved into our new house was building his own DVD shelves to house his collection. And his goal is to have... You know, if he had, in a perfect life, he would have literally every possible item that is on the Criterion Collection. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, um, the Criterion Collection is a series of important classic and contemporary films. I'm reading from their website, by the way. <laughs> um, important classic and contemporary films on home video. Um, and so, it's I, I wanted to know, this was the first movie labeled Criterion Collection where I was like, what? What is the criteria? Like how <laughs> how how do they choose? How does one get on this list? Like, how do you get on this I list? I thought I knew, but because clearly I don't. I, I I did think I knew because there are some movies on there. Like um, one of the Godzillas is on there. Like the Godzilla, like a certain series is on the criteria, and I'm like, but Godzilla is classic. Right. It's well known. It's popular. Like, and so it's not necessarily all of your like highbrow films necessarily. But like, I was like, what what? So here's what it says. The question is, how do you decide which films receive the Criterion treatment? Quote, we aim to reflect the breadth of filmed expression. We try not to be restrictive or snobby about what kinds of films are appropriate. An auteur classic, a Hollywood blockbuster, and an independent B-horror film all have to be taken on their own terms. All we ask is that each film in the collection be an exemplary film of its kind. Exemplary. They use the word exemplary? Well, to be fair... What the fuck kind of movie is house? <laughs> I mean, kind of a haunted house movie, but not really. You you actually could argue that there are no ghosts in this in this movie. Yeah, that it's all like demons and like witches, yeah. and that there is no ghost. There's no ghost. It says, of course, we can't just pick movies and put them out. The process of getting the rights to release a film can take years. Even if we want a film, we can't work on it unless the film's owners grant us the rights to do so. So, But the key word for me was exemplary film of its kind. What? This is exemplary of a particular category? And what category is What category is, is it, though? <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed myself both times watching no, this. No, this was But fun. also, like, what the fuck is it, though? What, what is this movie? Right. This and that out of all the films that he and I have discussed are like Criterion Collection, Criterion Collection, and it'll come out and he'll be like, "Ooh, it's exciting!" Because sometimes they go on sale, right? And that's when he really tries to get them is when the prices drop for a little while. But I was like, "This." <laughs> now you know he has to have this on his now collection. I'm, yeah, and now I'm going to tell him. You have to get house because you said. I mean, like that's one of his goals is to have like all of the. Criterion, it's just it's like, very cult classic, campy. Like that's <laughs> that's the vibe you get from it. It's definitely something that I can imagine as somebody in the seventies watching this, <laughs> being like, 
the fuck is this? In right? like not a good way, but having so much time pass, <laughs> like and this description on their website doesn't help. Okay, it says how to describe I'm sorry, I'm gonna butcher this Japanese man's name. I apologize in advance for my Americanness. Um not that that's a word, but um how to describe Nobuhiko Obayashi's indescribable 1977 movie House as a psychedelic ghost tale, a stream of consciousness bedtime story, an episode of Scooby-Doo as directed by Mario Bava, question mark. Any of the above will do for this hallucinatory head trip about a schoolgirl who travels with six classmates to her ailing aunt's creaky country home and comes face to face with evil spirits, a demonic house cat, a bloodthirsty piano, and other ghoulish visions all realized by Obayashi via mats, animation, and collage effects. Equally absurd and nightmarish, House might have been beamed to Earth from some other planet. That is accurate. Mm. Never before available on home video in the United States. It's one of the most exciting, most, one of the most exciting cult discoveries in years. Huh. <laughs> huh. It is very culty and cla- I love culty campy movies. Like yeah. I have... I don't love them all universally. Sometimes they, <laughs> sometimes they're just too gross for me. Uh, honestly, like some of them are just like meant to gross you out. Yeah, and I that's just true. Don't, I don't like them, but I do particularly with horror. Like I try to get the weird ones. I do try. <laughs> I go out of my way to get the weird ones. I own the guinea pig series. I have, <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, oh, seen Cannibal Holocaust. Like I try to find the weird ones, but. This was a different kind of weird. It was. it was a whole different. So if you like weird, if you like absurdist, um, and you like weirdly anime vibes, you can check it out. Yeah. On you know, but I don't regret watching it. I don't regret watching it, <laughs> but it is a movie that after I recommended to you, I was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Should I recommend when this the mo- when the movie ended? I was definitely like, is this payback for making her rewatch Thirteen Ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was, and that was house. And that was house, guys. So thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, tune back in next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.